All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in. Episode 173 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Uremchuk. Everyone else is joining me via FaceTime. Jay Wanye begged milk. And uh, the man who now gets recognized for his podcast fame, Chris Chalmers. Um, we You touched on it in our preamble. And then I yelled at you guys and said, you're wasting good podcast material. But how does it feel, Chalmers, to be uh, recognized out in public now? You're like a celebrity. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. But since we're, since we're social distancing and I've been on isolation, it wasn't technically in public. But, yes, I... Uh, <laughs> I was dealing with one of the guys that uh, that were. I'm going to tell his company and everything. I think. What do we think? Do do the whole thing, man. Do the thing. But okay. it's it's so, a pandemic, man. I've never met a soul that listens to this show. So never I was, one soul. Server, hey, Tyler, Tyler, you're going to love the end of this because I yeah. actually didn't get to the end of his email until now. Um, but uh, but uh, okay. So I was going back and forth on email with a guy from Gem Cabinet. I've had a couple. I've had about three uh, big cabinet jobs that have just happened in the last couple of weeks and what happens after the cabinets get put in is you book what they call a cab final um there's a lot of times where the flooring won't be in or there'll just be a few moldings that have to be done after the fact and so what you do is you book a cab final they come in they finish everything so the guy that i'm back and forth with trying to schedule these cab finals with jeb cabinets says to me on the uh, email he's like hey I, I noticed your name and i'm just curious are you the same chalmers from the real life podcast because i was just listening to it like 
I was just listening to it. <laughs> and so I write back, I'm like, yes, that's me. And it's uh, cool that you listen. Like, what do you, what do you think of it all? And I get to the end of it. I get to the end of his, uh, his email and he says, yes, I love the podcast. It's especially great listening now that we can have some Oilers talk. He ends the email with also, if you ever need an embarrassing story of Tyler from his novice hockey days, let me know. I've got a funny one in the vault. What was uh, the, what was the what? name? Ah, this guy's name is Eric Moon. Do you know him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I remember Eric Moon. He's got a brother too. They're both uh, they're both from St. Albert. I don't think I ever went to school with them, but I uh, I played hockey with them a few times. That's the Moon Brothers. Are they the Moon Brothers? Warren yeah. Moon. <laughs> Warren <laughs> Moon. They and sound his, scary. Were they hockey? And his boys younger hockey? brother Larry. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember when he played hockey up until, but I do remember like being on a team with him at least once. Um, that's Maybe good. A novice, yeah, yeah, well, a novice yeah. When you were doing embarrassing things. On oh, the I guarantee you. What I remember once I scored on my own net like really bad, like more or less picked up the puck and just fired it directly in on my own goalie, like wrist shot and all. Um, so that's probably the story he's going at. Um, Didn't you do that once in the in the Edmonton Minor Hockey Week final when it was down to like just you and one other guy, and then you scored in your net or something? No, I was never. It? I didn't score on my own net in Minor Hockey Week, but I was out there in one on one overtime when we lost. That was crushing as hell. One on one for all of Minor Hockey Week? No, it was just the semifinals. Um, oh Jesus, that's pressure. Yeah, it was you heartbreaking. Didn't pull the goalie man. to go two on one? No, and we had a face off oh, in the off offensive zone face off too. Oh, and my coach didn't pull the goalie. Coach? Um, Jesus. Yeah, that's it was heartbreaking. Offense. I tried to like I tried to deke around the guy. He just picked it right off my stick and went back the other way and scored. It was uh, that's a tough one. Devastating. Yeah. Um, but that's cool that he listens to the podcast. Hey. No, right. it was totally cool. You know what? Yeah, it's totally cool because like I I've gotten I've I've ran into other people that have said that too. But like I for real? Met, well, yeah, like just around and I, and like people that I've known for a long time though, right? Like I've never met Eric and for him to just kind of like throw that out there and for me to like I don't know. That's, I think it's cool because, shit, I never get to hear from people. I mean, you hear from the same five or six guys on social media, like, you know, all the time. But, yeah, I call those people all... my friends, Chalmers. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, sorry, okay, not those people. I th- uh, We're not supposed to say those people, are we? They're our friends. Our they are friends. our friends. I know they are. Just... Chalmers just sour because Sur- Surveyor Brett made a Chum Gate t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually pretty fucking good. That too. would have been a great end of the email if he's like, oh, by the way, Chalmers, you cheated a pigeon. Oh. <laughs> you get all my cabinet business now. So oh, yeah, well they they do get all my cabinet business now. They're a great company. Free plug for them just because I don't know whatever. Because they listen to us. Because they got guys who yeah, listen, man. No fucking right. We're 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 community supporting a community right now, man. We we are, and even in this yeah in this like pandemic culture right now we're in. Uh, it was it was we were super safe and we were super responsible and everything went smooth. So that's all I can ask out of guys right now. Good Speaking stuff. of the pandemic, which is never far from here in mind, <laughs> yeah. you want to hear some shit about the pandemic? Yes. Always. Here's what I read today on TMZ.com. Perhaps you get your news there as well. It said that Live Nation slash Ticketmaster has changed their cancellation policy on how if you had tickets to a concert and it's been deferred or rescheduled, even if those delays are indefinite, you don't get your money back, right? And the yeah. president of Live Nation was on a call, and he said to analysts, he predicted live events will not occur until fall 2021 at the earliest. Yikes. So that's the world's concert, the fucking music festivals, 
This is a company that deals exclusively and they're Ticketmaster, right? Okay, so wait, when he says that they're not happening until then, is that like his prediction? Is yes. that what his comp- is that what his company is? That's what his position as CEO of Live Nation Ticketmaster was on a call. So he may and, know a thing or two. Well, I think it's like good fan fiction. It's like when the strike happened, right? It was way more fun when you thought the strike might end any any week now, right? But then at some point, remember Jay, they were like, not till next year. And you were like, well, fuck. That's great, right? Well, so, so is he is he also, like in that kind of thing? Does that mean they won't if if somebody was to come up with a like a festival that was going to go on in the summer of 2021, which is you know two months or three months before he's saying right now, like is he saying that they wouldn't be the ticket supplier? Are they saying they're not doing anything with anybody until then? No, he's saying like live events will not occur like on any massive scale above, we'll say some minimum threshold. Oh, that's Ticketmaster, it's only cost-effective for them to do an event if there's a minimum of number of people. So he's saying, as a company that's strictly ticket revenue and shit, predicting no live events until fall 2021. That could be like that's a doomsday scenario, or like a worst-case scenario, though, couldn't it? Like, mad, Well, of course, it's not going to be like, yeah, it is doomsday, but I don't think a guy like that's going to necessarily give wildly distant predictions. Well, no, but that's like that. Like from the very beginning, when everybody was saying this, um, and it was like one of those things where it's like, okay, so if it does take twelve to eighteen months for a vaccine, and then they have to still roll it out to everybody, that time frame was about worst case scenario, fall twenty twenty one. So I wonder if he's going by that kind of yeah. predictable data or something. But that would then also mean the same for sport, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, because they could they could play in, like that. This is mean. This means people getting into a building, so they could still be playing sport. Before. Oh yeah, 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 just no live fans. Yeah, like they're already. Did you see on social? There are like they're already playing baseball in Japan, and there was a freaking uh, China. China. Uh, there was a. Oh, was it China? China? Yeah, there was a China. China. <laughs> I just love the way Trump says <laughs> China. <laughs> There's a brench clearing brawl, brawl in a with stadium no with no fans. <laughs> yeah, classic. Oh yeah. If there's, if there's one thing during this pandemic in terms of like you know running a company is I've been planning for the worst and then reverse engineering uh, and then working backwards from that because yeah you know if, if you want to have a fighting chance to stay alive you gotta you gotta be prepared for the worst. Yep. And I think that's what that might be because. I don't think like I don't think there's ever going to be like a hard date where it goes from no one is allowed, there are no gatherings, no events, and then like magically on October first, twenty twenty one, it's like all right, open them up to thirty thousand people if you want. Won't it be kind of more gradual? Like we're allowing a thousand, and then five thousand, and then ten thousand, and then twenty thousand type of thing. I think it's going to be when you have a when you have a vaccine, you can do whatever you want again. And then when there's enough critical volume of vaccines, people are going to demand to be able to travel. They're going to de- like the first person who gets a vaccine and knows they can do whatever they want is going to go on a bender of benders because they they're not worried. So here's here's my question though. Like, let's say they get all this testing done, where like you can basically be walking around with a test kit that you can test yourself morning and night, and every person can get one, and they do it by September. I just my my biggest thing is is what is going to happen with the NFL. That's all like there is worse. There's so How much money. How dare you? What's going to happen with Connor McDavid? I fucking not. No, because whatever happens with the NFL, NFL, the NFL starts before that, buddy, whatever happens with the NFL will trickle down to the other sports. It is the highest revenue league. It is the most like 
that is the one that has to go. They can do crazy. They can do crazy. Like, remember that movie 2012? No. Remember that, Jay? Remember we watched that movie and it didn't have subtitles? We watched it in Spain without subtitles. So anytime they were speaking a foreign language, which it was a movie about a global crisis, about foreign languages, it would always be translated in Spanish. And everybody around us would know what was going on. They'd all be laughing at jokes and shit. And we had no idea because it was Japanese into Spanish. But the money that the people had to make their own cruise ships and shit, the same money will come into play to restore the NFL, right? And it could be that they isolate every organization in a hotel in their home city and fly special 747s with F-18s and live stream that shit and everybody donates to a Venmo, right? Like, so the will to bring football back will be huge. What are the F-18s for? To shoot off the coronavirus? No, no, just for effect. Oh yeah! Like okay, here sure. come the Dallas Stars entering into Pittsburgh airspace. You can look in the sky and see the fucking F-18s. Oh yeah. Okay, I'd feel safe. Dope. I would too. That's dope. I just think we're like we're obviously going to get sports back with no fans in before anything else. Then I even think there'll be a stage where it's like, all right, you can have five thousand people in your twenty thousand seat arena, but it's because they're spaced out like. It's only every <laughs> second row going up and only like four people per row. I would you say have to big, be able to bring your own, like bring your own food or something. Cause you couldn't have food lineups. I'd pay big money to be in that crowd because just to see what it looks like and just to, just to like witness that. Oh yeah, my you, God. It would, it would look like Florida. Yeah. But I've never been to Florida. So just working that out, just working through that scenario tells me this is going to go on for so much longer than we realize. Like, yeah. unless you have, a doctor giving you a certificate like you graduated from kindergarten saying you have a shot and you're good to go. Maybe there's 5,000 people there, but the, the exposure, the risk is still the same, right? Yeah. You would yeah. be kind of operating at your own risk in society. Hmm. Hmm. All right. That's, well, that's, that's good news. That's, yeah, that's great. On a I wonder beautiful what, I, sunny I wonder, day, I, I wonder feel if, like it's raining in four degrees. I I don't know, if that's yeah. going to stop musicians from making like releasing their albums no so this is yeah like they'll still release music sports can come back like you said no spectators that's fine right like that but if you release if you release an album the next thing you do is you go on tour that's worth a hundred million dollars but maybe there's something well there's no money to be no one's buying them tickets well that's what i mean so so drake is working on an album right now he says he's going to be done right away yeah so i'm so i'm wondering like he'll release that yeah, that, a guy like him, before 2021, the fall of 2021, if he was to start touring then, could have potentially two to three albums out by then. Oh, that'd be amazing. If he, if he worked over the whole time. Can you imagine? And then he just, and then he just yeah. tours for like five years. But think, like, what can come back and what can't come back is an interesting game to play. Like a TV show, you can probably bring a TV show back. Yeah. Right? What TV shows are in jeopardy right now? All TV shows are in jeopardy. No, but Nothing's like, what, okay, but like, imagine if it was like they were filming Game of Thrones season seven or whatever the last yeah. season was, and they were halfway through it and they couldn't finish doing it. All cable television is at risk. Anything like Netflix, like no, but like, well, okay, are but what are people going to care about? I mean, like, what's the one that everybody's thinking about that they're like, oh my god, I'm not going to get my last season for like another two and a half years? Playoffs 2020, goddammit. <laughs> is that all? Is that it? Well, but so it'd be much easier to bring back hockey than to film season eight of Game of Thrones or whatever season you people are at. Would it, though? Yeah, I don't think it would. I think it'd For be sure. easier to do. I don't know. They, well, yeah. they I'm all, the opposite, they, because there's teams in every city that need to pile in 
and and be doing but this travel thing. once you move thing. everybody into a super bubble, right? Once you took yeah. the whole Major League Baseball and put them at the Grapefruit League, and then everybody had buses going around and F-18s were flying over 50 seconds, and they were playing highway to the danger zone and shit. People will watch that. But you need right? a league with 30 teams full of players and staff. You need camera crews to record these games still. You need, you know, production staffs and all that. With a TV the show, Bud Light it's just one the cast and crew. They're going to do it for America. Yep. Bud Light brought baseball back. Ooh, that's powerful. Powerful. Maybe Nation Beer can bring hockey back. Nation <laughs> Beer should try and bring back the entire league of the prospects. <laughs> Maybe. We can bring back one pitcher. A really like if, you don't, if you don't have the means as a sport or as a business to go to these crazy health quarantine rules that you would need to do to make it work, right? Yeah. Nobody could take the field in an NFL game unless they knew they weren't sick. And there'd need to be like a larger reserve team than normal in case people got sick. What I wouldn't give to go to a prospects game right now. Well, crush a couple beers. Well, you in the air I'll, I'll throw a ball up in the air and go over 80 trying to hit it. That could be your baseball game. <laughs> Here he goes again, boys. Whiff. <laughs> So what the hell you guys been up to all weekend? What'd you do all weekend? I almost well, don't I joined even remember. Up, I joined up with my uh, sister and her husband down the street and made a quarantine for a couple of days. Oh, I like that. You know what? Uh, speaking of your sister and her uh, and her husband, you know what I was doing? I've been making a point of uh, when I'm late at night when I've had a few too many drinks, <laughs> joining as joining as many house parties as I can when they don't lock the, the room. <laughs> so what it is I don't know if you guys have been on host party yet but it's an app where you guys can you can see anybody that joins it's everybody's open and it's too, if people go in a room like if I create a room and I add the four of us and we start talking in there anybody that is friends with one of us can jump in the room it's it's not locked unless you unless you lock it so when you go into this host party app you can play like games they've got like little buttons on the side where you can do like a trivia game between all the people that are hanging and so I just go into house party when I see it and, and I'll, I'll see people's parties. So this weekend I did it with JR and his, the Aussies, the people, like Josh Brown and Ursula from Australia. Oh, yeah. And then Sean and Aaron Green. And then there was uh, JR and Ash. And I just jumped in. But I don't stay too long. I never wear out my welcome. I stay for about 30 seconds. <laughs> I, I, I say cheers and I make a joke and then I rip. Cause oh, boy, boy, like he, he, he just pops and all of a sudden a new tile pops in and it's just <laughs> Tom and he's like, ha ha ha, crashing your face, crashing your, uh, what the hell is it called again? House, yeah, house party. party. Crashing yeah. your house party, ha ha ha, cheers, hope you're having fun, and then disappears. And we're like, what, what the hell that? was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, you come in for a quick quick hello and that's yeah, fun. I you like pop it. into a convo, just huge circle, Jerry. It was going great. On. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you might want to lock it. You oh, know, the your host party. That's the dream. That's what you hope you jump into. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's what I that's what I that's what I was doing some of this weekend, late at night. The lesson here is to always lock your house party if you're doing a circle <laughs> yeah. jerk. Chalmers will find you. An online is... circle jerk, hundred percent. Chalmers crashes it. That's the fucking moral of the story. Yeah. He will find you. Don't worry how. No, I know Dude. which ones not to go into. I just have to look at look at the names in it. Anyway, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird how everybody's going through a thing together. Oh yeah, man, it's very strange. This this is the thing now. This is the biggest thing that's ever happened in any of our lives, and it has the same craziness all around the world. I'm really enjoying watching what is like becoming really hot all of a sudden. Like in our group of friends, like 
you know, the trivia has become big. Now everybody wants to do a trivia. Everybody wants to host trivia. And we're going to have trivias every like Friday night, I'm guessing, coming up pretty soon because we did one and it was amazing. But also mm-hmm. another buddy of ours got a PlayStation 4. Now everybody wants to just play like get a PlayStation 4, play golf, play hockey online, like just play each other, you know, because, man, people are bored. Crazy bored, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy bored. I've gotten yeah. into poker for the first time in my life, which is probably an unhealthy habit considering I like to gamble. Um, but that's the <laughs> one thing me and my friends have started doing is just playing a lot of uh, online poker amongst ourselves. I'm terrible at it. Like, I'm fucking trash. But um, you play yeah, so for money? Yeah, oh, yeah. We play for money. I haven't won once. Actually, the same guy has won, like, every game we've played. So he's raking. Right now, Chalmers, all I hear is the Jaws theme and Jay just circling. Like, oh, really, money? You play for it? You're not very good? Oh, we Jay's, play. I'm not Jay's, very good either. In fact, I don't Jay's, even know the rules. Yeah, JR's doing well at his poker this week. Like, we play we play Wednesdays and Saturdays. That's the other thing is, Chuck, if you don't want it to get out of hand, make like a weekly day, like Wednesday, Saturday maybe or something. like. Yeah, we've been doing like Thursdays and Sundays are kind of our days. Start the Ooh, weekend, end the weekend. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our Saturday ones get a little wild sometimes. They can go till three in the morning and Jeez. funny, funny stories come out of it. It's funny how people will pass out when their computer's on and not even like not notice. People oh, fall asleep in front of their t- Dude, computer. We, we did a we did a trivia <laughs> night. Uh, Chalmers was there like two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, Cheese hosted it, and we had two people pass out. <laughs> it was so funny. How? Granted, how, was, how do you not have the mindset to be like? No, because off. because we're have <laughs> because I, no because I, like they're not the only person on their screen, so they're like you know they just don't want to leave. They want to be a part of it, and the next thing they know, and and their computer's still going because the other person's still playing. And next thing oh. you know, they they nod off, man. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. It's I don't con- I, I don't condone it, but I also I also applaud it. So, oh yeah. Uh, we're at the 20 minute mark of our podcast, so we got to give some love to our fantastic sponsors, including Japa Machinery. Check them out on Twitter at Japa Equipment online, JapaMachinery.com. And if you go to their Twitter, they had a nice little video up there of some new arrivals that showed up the other day. A sneak peek of them unloading the XCMG and get ready for this XMR 4403SVT, a 51 inch combine roller. You can yes. call them at 780-962-5272 if you want to set up a demo. And who wouldn't want to demo one of those? I and- do. I want to, I want to <laughs> Holy Christ, right that now. thing hit the brakes. You can't well, beat the brakes on an I didn't know it was machine. a question. Did it? Yeah. Just that came like to a very abrupt end. Like also, society. <laughs> also, a big shout out to Oodle Noodle and Nation Beer. Do we have a uh, another Nation Beer update? Everything shipped out? Everything was delivered well for round two? Well, that's uh, aside from Chalmers crashing our uh, our house party uh, party. Uh, that's what I was up to this weekend was uh, delivering beer across the city. So we launched the second batch, and it sold out. That's fucking crazy. It sold out in twenty four hours, and we also found out that Nation Beer is now in forty liquor stores across How? Alberta. How's that possible? I don't know. <laughs> what? It didn't, it's it's weird where there there there's like five liquor stores in Calgary carrying it. So liquor yeah. stores liquor stores just like call up the government, right? And they get yeah. all their booze from one place. Yeah. So clearly they heard about it or saw about it through us or Dog Island through our channel, 
and then they order it. And it's just funny to see where it goes. So why don't get, so they just order it and then they order like maybe 10 flats and then just put it in their store and sell it. Yeah. 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 Just like, yeah. Carry like buy Bud Light. Yeah. It's crazy. So but it's weird because you don't like, you have to go around, but they're doing it on their own. They sign up themselves. Yeah. So eventually this will just be something that lives purely in the liquor store ecosystem. But as it, as it continues to grow, we're going to keep doing, you know, deliveries every couple of weeks. So the boys and dog out. Yeah, well, it gets me out of the house, which is great. Uh, I, I got, I had like a twenty-minute chat on. I had a twenty-minute chat on uh, a Saturday with uh, Surveyor Brett uh, on his driveway. At a, well, I'm a surprised he had enough thought, thought, enough time to do that while he's just making shirts and serving me online all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he, he squeezed in time to interact, and then I, got, I, I went out. I went out to Leduc and spent like thirty minutes talking to the Stepankos. They gave me. A beautiful gift. Lisa Stepenko made me a. Yeah, she gave you a bottle of wine and you delivered them beer. <laughs> yeah, how the fuck does that work? Oh, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> whiskey 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 woman's like shit. I if because uh, Jared delivered to her. If, if he was like if 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 he would have waited, I was gonna cut him up some steaks. I'm like, holy cow, people are just so nice. It's, oh, it's yeah. crazy. But, um, uh, if, yeah, it's wild. If Surveyor Brett actually knew that if he if he made twenty of those Chumgate T-shirts that they and charged whatever he wanted to that i know 20 people that would buy them tomorrow. oh yeah best believe i'd be buying one it, it that, that Comers, is, you know is, we have our own clothing line right well and then start like, selling we have our own supply chain and we have our own designer i hope like, i hope he knows he gets nothing for the design side of that shirt you should just put his twitter <laughs> handle and his sin number on the back of the shirt <laughs> yeah yeah well, here's his pin <laughs> we just have to change it just a little bit just like change one little thing as long can. as it infers you cheated at something, which makes you mad, I'm in. Yeah, this guy, fuck him. What if your derby is canceled, boys? Oh, we've already it, talked it, about it'll that. Ju- it'll just be postponed. Uh-huh. Like Five might, Nation we, concerts? We might miss a year. Fine. Whatever, no. Like, well, technically, we could do, like... You could do a virtual jump gate, something, something. Oh, oh we, could, we could do it at a social distance. Uh, we just need more boats. Everybody in... Here's how you do it. Everybody in the Derby gets a fifth wheel. You're not allowed to share. You circle the fifth wheel, and each person has to be in their own boat. A fifth wheel? Isn't that what you call a them? Trailer. A trail. All those trailers, oh, fifth wheels. Yeah. No, Whatever no, I get, it is. I was like, how does that, how do we get a fifth wheel on the lake to go fishing off of it? No, you live uh-huh. in it. So rather than all staying in the cabin, everybody has to stay in their own ship. Oh, yeah. I'd sleep in my truck if it meant we could have the Derby. But also, for I think we just all, all buy a paddleboard, and then just paddleboard out there. Who, everybody needs a paddleboard. That's true. Well, hey. Speaking and then watching people paddleboard out there when they're that hammered on the third round would be just hilarious. You have to cancel the circle jerker course. <laughs> you have to cancel that. Not this game. Yeah. What do you mean? No. With, they, they, you can do, do it on they, the house go party. Go in your room and go on house party. Everyone yeah, go on your fifth wheel. Go on yeah. house party. You can still do it. Yeah. yeah. Charmers, your favorite part of the derby is restored. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Um, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything to talk about with the Oilers? Because that is one of the things people like to talk about. I've noticed from my from the emails and the yeah, it'd stuff. be great if we could talk about the Oilers. <laughs> hey, Everybody, well, here, you here's fuck, two, it'd be here's amazing. The season yeah. Here, here's the, one the, thing. Ask the guy who wants NFL back and doesn't even put hockey in the same conversation. No, I never said that. I wanted it back. I said that's the one that's going to be the barometer <laughs> for what happens. You got to listen better. You always do that. You try to switch it around. Switch it around. That's right. The old switcheroo. The old flip play. Okay, so tell me something. How the hell was your buddy Larvinen from Finland playing 
NHL against UC Pugliarvi or Jesse Pugliarvi. Yeah, Larvin's a fucking big. Larvin's a giant deal in Finland. He was playing with a bunch of other NHLers too. So why doesn't he talk this guy in not being such a dipshit and doing something with his life? Jesus. Ouch. So Ouch. there, it's it's an interesting subject. Um, Pugliarvi is a bit polarizing in Finland uh, and Edmonton. Well, yeah, definitely in Edmonton. Because like when I talked to Esatikinen, not a big deal about uh, about Pugliarvi. <laughs> Um, what a he was guy. just like he was just like I could slap that kid right now, uh, just because that's, of, that's of what how Curry said when I talked to him. Well, I, I, I also did talk to Curry on that same trip. We just, oh, uh, God. but we were oh, talking boy. more about our love for Edmonton and Floyd Harvey. Yeah. So uh, we didn't we didn't get that uh, too far there. But uh, next time I'm down, Phil, I'll make sure Yari and I pick up where we left off. You call I, that talking to Yari Curry? I'd only be I'd be talking to guys like Raymond Rusalainen and stuff. I wouldn't get to the Curry, <laughs> to the Curry factor. That story of you meeting Curry was amazing. We told that on the show, or did we tell it in real life? Uh, yeah, we told it on real life. Wow, I think we oh, told yeah, it on both, both podcasts. Yeah. And that's why we got to put together the trip to Finland because Larvinen is a big deal, and he can make sure we have a crazy experience. So that'll probably be a 2021 thing now. Okay, but- next week. Oh, sorry. Well, you, you were just asking about him playing player. That's why he's, he's a big deal, and uh, players are bored, and they know Pugliarvi's got a big channel, so they're just, they're just doing fun stuff because Larvin's just creating content at a fucking voracious rate. Is right he now. really? Oh, yeah. Well, he never stops, right? So his following, I, like I was talking to uh, Tommy the other day, who's uh, one of the guys that uh, hosted me in Finland, and he's like, he's like Jonas's following is just getting bigger and bigger because he's not stopping. He called, hold on, they call Larvin and Jonas? Well, that's his real name. So in, if you're talking like real street talk in Finland, you don't call him Larvin and you call him Jonas? If you're on the inside. Interesting. That's what, what I mean. That's a call. I'm changing my vocab now. Are you at Jonas' stature yet, Dare? Of course. But oh, I, still call, I still call him Larvin and too, just because it's just like... It's like calling know. Jay-Z Sean versus Jay-Z. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jonas, dear friend. Dear, dear, a dear friend, a dear, a dear friend, a dear good friend. Yeah. All right. So, so that's can, why Chalmers. No, 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 that's cool. But here's the other thing: for all the Oilers that are really missing hockey right now, I'm going to do something because of one single tweet that I never even thought of doing, and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. I saw Colin Hank put out a tweet that said, "How am I just finding out that there's a documentary on yeah. the Oilers in 1986-87?" That documentary is called Boys on the Bus, and I remember watching it all the time when I was a kid. And I am going to find that thing. I just saw the tweet today, but I will be finding that, and I will be playing it for my kids within the next 48 hours. I guarantee it. Boys on the Bus? Boys on the Bus, man. I love that show. It was so good. You've got a VCR? No, you've got to be able to find it somewhere. You've got to be. Like, YouTube, I have it. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah, fair. I yeah. wonder if you can yeah. watch online. If you can find it online, let me know. Um, boys on the bus. Oh, I guarantee you. Oh, you can too. find it online, guaranteed. It's probably on uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Bag milk OnlyFans channel. Yeah, I think I found it already. Actually. Yeah. There you go. Well, it is up on uh, it is up on YouTube. I think hour and a half long video. Uh, oh yes. Led to believe that is the one. So uh, the soundtrack to Boys on the Bus. Oh, it's gonna be all eight. It's <laughs> amazing. All it's amazing, man. You're like, like who went to the trouble? What's the soundtrack to Oil Change? Nothing. Soundtrack to Boys in the Bus is like, um, like the Ferris Bueller soundtrack. It's iconic. Oh yeah, but it's all it's like montage songs, like from yeah. Team America or something. Yeah, it is. It is, man. Like <laughs> totally. somebody went to 
an effort to make it like edited to be like snappy. It's funny. Oh, I love it. Bag milk. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. Uh, yeah. Um, how's, how's isolation life? Uh, I actually got pretty banged up over the weekend. I went out of my <laughs> buddy's driveway and we just got completely shit faced from 10 feet apart. It was fun. What day was that? Saturday? Uh, we did it on Saturday and then we had such a good time Saturday that I was back there again yesterday. Well, <laughs> I had to ride a bike. I had to ride a bike from his house back to my house because, you know, well, and we drank way too much, more than, more than expected. So then I drove back there with the intention or rode back there with the intention of getting my vehicle again. And then, uh, <laughs> just got hammered again. Yeah. Then it just started over again. So sometimes, uh, Sometimes you hit the old driveway beers a little harder than the plan. That's a lot of fun. How was your uh, nation happy hour on Friday? It was good, man. Like it's uh, Friday was easily the biggest one that we've done so far. Uh, a lot of fun people jumped in, just shooting the shit, having drinks. It's a good time. Four How many views are we getting Friday. right now? Um, a few hundred, a few hundred right now, and it's growing week by week. So hopefully this week I'll be able to beat last week's record, and we'll just get more and more people as it starts to become a routine. Wanye, what would it take for you to wear a mask and join it? Of course. And just but and then have a drink. You'd do it? Sure. Don't you have a luchador <laughs> mask? That's a, well, that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fucking no, by the way. No, well, I, mean, I do what, it. No, 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 I do it. I do it. Wanye's well, been I was there this past before, so you could just do it the yeah. exact same way that I no, do. No, I, yeah. And I was there this week. Oh, you like you were in the it? crowd. Yeah. He yeah. was commenting his dog patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My spider phone was dead. <laughs> I could only talk his dog patch. But no, I was there. I'd go on. Wouldn't show my face, but I go on. No, of course, yeah. of course, of course. No, no, yeah, it's good, man. It's like, it's a fun little way to connect with people and have a chat. And you sometimes you learn some weird stories about people, and uh, it's fun. I'm always looking forward to whoever I talk to. How long are you guys doing it for? Is it like thirty minutes, hour? I've been doing an hour, and they just fly by. They fly by. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, eh? The original plan was that I was just going to do it for like twenty minutes, fifteen, twenty minutes. Say hi, just shoot the ship and then an hour passes and you don't even realize it so it's been a lot of fun you're good at it bag milk because it's almost like rogan in that it's um like background stuff you can do something while you're on the podcast it feels like you're hanging out with people yeah and i mean i just have a I have a couple of topics that i want to ask people about they give their input and give some answers and sometimes you get a good story sometimes you get a weird story and it's just kind of a nice little mix of random that is a fun way to end the week have you had anybody from like Edmonton Media come in? Like that's not associated with um, Oilers Nation or anything. Not yet. Not get yet. The likes, get the likes of a Gregor or Brownlee in there. Some star power. <laughs> Remco's been in there. I chugged oh, the beer. No. He's legit. No, no, no yeah, yeah, he actually, chugged the beer. Remchuk did chug a beer, and he was. Uh, people were big fans of your Remchuk chugging a beer. They are get get quarantine gun in there. Oh God! You know what? We should highlight him. Look <laughs> at that. Neil, Neil Thomas. Neil Thomas. Our, golf, our, club, yeah, yeah. Professor, our club champion. Chalmers, I've gone just so far as Winnipeg to be his caddy at the Canadian Amateur. Wanya, pull him up on Twitter. <laughs> every yeah. Saturday, every Saturday, yeah. he just starts shotgunning beers. Oh, I saw him doing this. <laughs> it's great. That's a regular thing? He oh, yeah. doesn't stop. <laughs> he did eight on Saturday. Well, he's only done eight beers in a row. Not in a row. He just he, he creates certain circumstances for, for him to shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. We should, you know what? We should, uh, we should do something. We should give him some we, nation beers. I don't know if we yes, talked about yes. I'm gonna talk? text him right now. 
while, we while about, we're on the podcast. We talked about this at the very beginning of quarantine, but our hockey team tried to stay connected by doing, by everybody kind of shotgunning something, and it, and it started getting very progressively worse, where guys were just shotgunning, like, whole fucking things of vodka and stuff. It was awful, but, like, I, this is a real thing, man. People want to drink when they're quarantined. I don't I know just, what it is. I just sent him a text. Do you want a quarantine gun some nation beers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. He basically gets dressed like he's going to a full moon party and he puts on a wig and he uh, crushes crushes beers. And he's got a family too. So once in a while, like his kids oh, yeah, the come, kid in. Come, to watch him come in. <laughs> How old are the kids? Oh, young, like four. <laughs> our buddy, though, our buddy has like Ryan Nugent Hopkins syndrome, your end like so me, he's yes. been like the same, yeah, he's been the same age as long as we've known him. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. And now he's married and has two kids, but still looks 14. Like, it's fucking bizarre. Best golfer I feel that. ever meet. What's Best his name? Golfer golfer. How can I find him on Twitter? Timothy Tour on Twitter. Timothy Tour? At Timothy Tour on Twitter. Jay, is it fair to say he's the best golfer that we know of all time? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, it would be a toss-up between him and Brock because Brock is currently the club champion. Uh, so, so him and Brock are very and they're, good. And they're, and they're good buddies. And yeah. they're very good buddies. They're both crazy good golfers. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, Neil's crazy good golfers. Uh, we sometimes bring them uh, on the nation uh, golf team, um, and people hate us for that, but it's fun. Well, I mean, naturally, they should hate you for that. Yeah, I would too. Like the two, like they're, sing, they're they're single handedly number one and number two in the city. Yeah, it was weird, man. What, so one time we were out golfing, and and randomly they're like, "Oh, we're going to Winnipeg for the Canadian Amateur," and I was like, "Oh, who's your caddy?" And they said, "Well, you don't have caddies because you don't make any money. You have to caddy best pay for themselves." So somehow or other, I found myself out there caddying for Neil in him and Brock's group. And like yeah. the the people that are in those tournaments are so fucking good, right? And then you're like, why isn't this the PGA? Like, there's people better than this. Like, professional golfers on that level, they're just disgusting. Even like people you've never heard of at the Canadian Amateur, like they're just lights out good. I'm uh, yeah. I'm watching some of these videos on like preview mode, and not to be disrespectful, this guy does not look like he has young children. And his yes, Twitter, exactly. nothing on his Twitter no, no. feed leads he, you to believe he is young children. Dude, no. he, he's one of those guys. He's Nugent Hopkins. That's what he's a saying. nuge, man. Nuge he's, just like nuge. He, yeah. he's one of those guys. He's going to look like he's 20, 50. Yeah, Bagwell does have it. No, it's going to be a pack of Satan, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> if I had your syndrome, I'd probably show my face Bagwell straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when Neil got like engaged and he put his photos on Facebook. I was like, it's weird. It's like, He's like friends with his like old hot like older hotter chick like they don't look like they're the same age. It looks like Neil's <laughs> like at his brother's grad with his date or something. And it's I like no, it. this is my wife. <laughs> I love well, it. Let's see. He's at 199 followers on Twitter right now. So let's see if we can grow the legend that is Timothy Tour. Gun. We're gonna have to give him a different flag. I'll I want him much. to. I want him to know that I'm the one that brought this up too. I never get credit for stuff like this. Oh yeah, this is this is. So if, you guys, if, you, so if you guys don't like it, it was all Thomas. Yeah, yeah it's Thomas. If you guys, if you guys feel like he shouldn't be gunning years around his kids, well, then you're clearly not from Alberta. Clearly, he himself <laughs> is a child as well, and we're really encouraging underage drinking. And yeah, it's so. funny because his, he, he he's got like a professional career too, <laughs> like in terms okay. of work. Yeah, so it's it's awesome. He's Can I tell dressed you one up thing as a tiger him? in one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Timely. So, 
so the one the one thing that I I I, I love everything about this person except for there's one thing I can't get past. He wears <laughs> he wears two golf gloves oh, when he golfs. Yeah. One but on his right hand and one so on his much. left. It's because he plays so much he gets Lit. like chapped hands, buddy. I was oh, his man. caddy. Well, trust me, I was on the go, bag. I know. Well, Tiger Woods doesn't wear two on the gloves. Bag. It's, yeah, uh, he has eczema on his hands, man. He oh. wasn't able to play. He had to All stop right. playing because of it. Trust me, I was on the bag. I know the whole situation. He All right. Well, now really I just chapped hands, and then the doctor's like, "It's either wear two gloves." He's going to put salve on them and shit. Because imagine he had chaps and cracked hands. You're still trying to play college golf. It was a whole situation. Charles. It's because he's dehydrated <laughs> from all the beer gunning, from all yeah. the chicks he's been, you know what, back in the day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, Don't worry, your M check. No one's listening. Now, speaking of no one's listening, didn't we get questions from people who weren't listening? Did you hear the one? I got. I got there's that one question on Instagram. Let's get to some questions. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was reading through Timothy's Twitter and was just totally zoned out of this podcast. Uh, yeah, get to some, let's get to some questions. Uh, for those who weren't following along on social media, every Monday episode now, we're going to end it by uh, taking a few questions from you, the listener, so you can reach out. Our DMs are always open on at Instagram Nation and Twitter. Real life. Yeah. At Nation Real Life. Or you can just like start commenting on posts. Or if you drive around Edmonton long enough, you'll find the Nation truck. And then just go stand outside Jay's house and start screaming questions at him. He'll get them. He'll get them <laughs> written down. Yeah, the, nation, the nation truck needs to be washed so bad. All this, all this beer delivery is just—it's—it's it's filthy. I'm sorry, Sherwood Ford. I'm gonna—I'm gonna clean it soon. DM me at Smigorowski and I'll give you quadrant of where Jr. lives. So, so I'm not gonna give you his address. I'll tell you where about. Okay, we're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna start with a question from Surveyor Brett. He was one of the first oh, people to chime cool. in. Yeah, yeah, cool. Can't wait. <laughs> he asks, if you could own and operate your own Tiger King-style amusement park, what oh, yeah. kind of animal would you want your park to be centered around? Um, you can get as fucking weird as you want with this one. Um, off the top of my head, I want to say something like gorillas because... I God or monkeys it, or something, me. but they're like wicked smart. So I feel like you could teach them to do like wild shit. Um, but at the end of the day, I also feel like keeping a bunch of gorillas and teaching them to get really smart is just a death sentence. So I almost would yeah, pass like on Planet the opportunity. The yeah. Like would, yeah, it, would they not just overthrow me? I wouldn't want to listen. To, I wouldn't want to live anywhere close to a planet of the eight style farm. That's for sure. Jay, uh, you, uh, you were in agreement with me. Oh, I love gorillas. They're my spirit animal. Now, in the in the light of Tiger King, would you also have a uh, polygamy commune associated? Oh, you have to. I would assume yes. it comes with it, yeah. Why would you okay. get into the zoo business if not for the polygamy? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Does anyone else have an answer? Bagged milk? Yes, Wanya? I would have a human zoo. Because <laughs> society's evolving. So I would have a zoo of Karens. Uppity white women I keep in cages. And they're happy. Like, I give them toilet paper and whatnot. But all they do is complain. So you go up to the bars, and you're like, hey, look, there's a Karen. And she's like, ah, go and get the manager and tell her to come here. Yeah. <laughs> but you are the manager. Yeah, and I'm like, Karen, <laughs> shut up. You're here of your own free will. There, <laughs> There is no internet argument that makes me more mad right now than, like, the news outlets that are putting out, like, is the term Karen becoming derogatory? Is it racist? <laughs> yes, it and it's is. like, what? How? It what is, not, it's, and it's very accurate. It's hilarious. Well, Brad, Chad, and Karen. Yeah. Well, yeah. then that also means that Randy's out there have to be upset for being known as party guest. 
Something like a good Randy. Oh, a Randy party guy? Yeah, man. I thought, I thought that was also like, you know, you're getting busy with somebody. You're, like you're, you're, or you do no, that no, a lot. Randy's right? when you desire to become amorous. Oh. Well, uh, you're Randy. unstuck. My, my zoo is uh, filled with centaurs. I feel like <laughs> it would be cool. It'd be cool to have uh, people look at centaurs. And also, I would have somebody to talk to uh, just in, build relationships and conversations. So you can build, you can talk about how smart gorillas are, but they're nothing compared to my centaur commune where they now, are, are not centaurs. Only... Sorry to interrupt really quickly. Are they able to talk, centaurs? Uh, to be honest, Wanya, I'm not really well versed in Greek mythology outside of. And you want to be entrusted with a centaur zoo? There's no better time than now to learn. That's all I've I I don't heard. believe they talk. I believe they grunt. But don't they I have feel human like... heads? Yeah. So how would they not be able to talk? Well, do they have the brains of a horse or the brains of a human? If You're the top half notes? is human, then the whole thing is human. No, a centaur isn't half man, half horse. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. So Newton, Newton, Hercules is a centaur. What's the one that are on the two? Oh, oh yeah, Newt a minotaur. Talk. I'm thinking of a minotaur. Sorry. Sorry, my mythology What's a is minotaur? All... It, 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 you get, That's yeah, the two-legged one. That's half human, half, yeah. It's That's half a centaur, human, half... too. No, a minotaur is not no. a centaur. Minotaur is like minotaur. a miniature centaur. You only get Mi- two of the legs. But, oh, no, legs. No, no, it, a minotaur it, it, has got it, like a bull head, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bull head, Bigfoot body, human characteristics. <laughs> Duck bill feet. That's a lot of I want to be the one that gets the horse <laughs> cock. That's all I know. Okay. Oh, well, God. then you are welcome at my centaur farm because they are going to be everywhere and they're going to be roaming free and they'll also be able to have conversations with you about their experience in life. Be I don't know that you've done enough homework to be entrusted with a license for a centaur farm. Like, am oh. I going to walk down there and it's just a bunch of lazy centaurs being like, hey, man, can you go get bag milk? We're bored again. <laughs> like, that's boring. Well, no, keep- like I'll... I'm picturing like giant hamster wheels for them to run on. Oh, nice. um, you know, some like some 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 maybe little hotel esque spots for the centaurs to uh, canoodle with each other, Ooh. so that you can keep reproducing more centaurs for me to sell. Obviously, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm kind of starting a centaur sex farm so that I can sell them off. Yeah, and be well, very to. much in the spirit of Joe. I could do that at my Karen farm. Oh man! <laughs> what? I care as fuck. Okay. Well, then they're they're gonna have to learn how to produce asexually then. <laughs> oh god! Give me this... another question. Yeah, yeah. Question. I'll I'll just I'll just I was gonna go on a big rant about uh, about <laughs> kangaroos and how you can build your own kind of UFC type fighting ring with them, but uh, I'm pretty sure Michael uh, Vick got in trouble for doing something rather similar yeah, to that. But that's say. but they but they but dogs fight to the death. Kangaroos box. I don't. Uh, do you think a kangaroo far. would know? Like, oh, I knocked out this other kangaroo. Ring the bell. I won. With enough training, of course. <laughs> and enough. I've enough also got. I've got a real. Pro- I've got a real problem with the kangaroos. Also, have you ever seen like the ones that are super jacked? Oh, yeah. That that yeah. weirds me out. I don't like. There's it. one in particular that is annoyingly jacked at how good he looks. What are you I'm, jealous of a kangaroo, Chalmers? Uh, yeah. Wait till you see this kangaroo. Dude's got pecs for days. I've seen I've seen I've seen an alpha kangaroo like that when we went golfing in Australia. Obviously, the most yep. cliche thing you can see is a kangaroo in a course. I remember I saw the leader of the pack and he was flexing he, at us. He was jacked. It was so cool. Jacked yeah, up kangaroos. Question, not, name of the episode. Not, yeah, so yeah, it would be a jacked kangaroo zoo. You can go on to the next question because I'm not answering Brett's question. Okay. <laughs> uh, big thanks to Surveyor Brett for helping us get completely off the rails there for a solid eight minutes. Um, okay, we got a couple here 
that are fairly interesting. Electronic Jordan had a business one for uh, for those of you running your own businesses. Uh, he said one, yeah. yay, and Jay, but Chalmers can be included in this one. He wants to know what is your proudest business achievement, and that's what we're doing with the with the question segment. You can have just ridiculous ones like Survey or Brett, but if you have a business question, maybe a home rental question for Chalmers or a super nerdy hockey question for myself and Bagged Milk, uh, send them out there. But Electronic Jordan on Twitter wants to know, what is your guys' proudest business achievement? I'll start with you, Jay. Oh, man, you got to prep me with that question. Why don't I, I go first then? I got I, I to get deep thought. But yeah, 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 Chalmers, Chalmers, Chalmers go first. Let me go first because mine's easy. I mean, I've we've uh, from the very beginning of our house building company, my dad was building... 40 to 50 houses a year. And that was proud for him. That was a lot of work for me. I was just a construction manager's assistant at that point. Um, so in the, in the next couple of years, our business changed a few times and every time it changed, it got a little bit better in, in what we did. Um, but at one point there was a house that had been built 14 years ago by my uncle. And at this point I had also built uh, houses that were this style. They were red Georgian, like Victorian, um, mansions so to speak um and this guy's house flooded and it was an insurance job and it was going to be over a million dollars to renovate and and fix this house and um he only trusted it with me and my dad and my uncle but my uncle and my dad had kind of stepped back a little bit at this point um because everything was custom made in the house 14 years ago by my uncle and you know, then I had taken over my uncle's company and then it, we had kind of, it wasn't around anymore. Um, he trusted me with it. And in this house, there was, there was a liquor, there was a, a whiskey cellar. There was a whiskey room for tasting and it was all barrel ceilings. It was, there was a full steam room. There was a, like, I put in a $22,000 uh, brass tub and this guy basically trusted me with this over a million dollar renovation, just me. And I was probably only like 30, 32 years old. And uh, I finished it and it was on time and it was on budget and it came out perfectly. And at that point, when I finished that and he was so happy, I pretty much at that point knew I could do anything because it was a really, really intense job. That's sick. That's a good story, buddy. I like that yeah. story, man. That was yeah. really well yeah. done. That was good. Oh, thanks. Um. Well, I'm assuming, Wanya, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take um, I don't the nation, know. I, I don't the know. nation route as an answer. Oh. I if don't you know want that. or not. You give her. You give her. I don't know what my well, I've got, about okay, I've got two things, I think. Obviously, I think the formation of the nation and kind of where we've taken it to in terms of how we've been able to build a community of just like-minded people around a sport and a team that we love and building a lifestyle together around that. I think has been a you know a very proud achie- achievement, and th- and th- and that just gets validated when we do like community events, and you know a bunch of people you know attend these things, and just we have such good conversations around that. Just kind of like the community that the nation has become is something I'm very proud of and happy to play a role in that because there's like I don't know there's so there's so many good people out there, and I, I really feel like you know we've 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 worked together. Uh, to build something neat and anytime we do a, tr- a trip or we have an event or even if we're just at a game or at a bar or what doesn't matter um that's a very uh proud moment for me to say i played a small role in that so yeah like thank you oh hey hot dog my dog just came up to say hi to me i'm proud of this guy too 
Um, and then, and then, and then, and then secondly, sorry, it's a twofold answer. And sorry, Wanya, if I'm stealing something from no, you. No, 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 buddy. Give her. The second one I'm proud of is clearly uh, Wanya and I, you know, had, have done some, some, some things, some things right, many things wrong. Um, and <laughs> I'm, I'm proud because of, of, of the fact that it, because of the body of work that we had built at a point in time, this was years back, that a guy like Sonny uh, approached us with trusting us to help build out Oodle Noodle for him. And where we've collectively have gotten it to today um, is I'm very proud of. And I, that kind of hit me this weekend while I was driving around. I was um, doing beer delivery and I was, I was in this like deep south pocket of, of, of Edmonton. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Oh, yeah. I know exactly where you were. And then I pulled it, and then I turned the corner. I'm like, "Holy shit, Orchard Gate Oodle Noodles here!" I'm like, "That's fucking cool." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man. "I'm like, holy cow!" I'm like, "That's fucking rad." I'm like, "You know, we've done something good here." So I'm just proud. I'm 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 very proud of that, and I'm very th- thankful and grateful that Sunny looked at what we were doing as as something that like I want to work with those guys. That's cool. So that's mine. I like that. Wanye, I don't know. I I um. I think that, like, for me, lots of, like, serendipitous stuff I find really cool. I remember one time <clears throat> I was at a bar in Hermosillo in Mexico with my buddies, and there was an Oilers Nation sticker in the bathroom. And I was like, oh, man, that's so funny. Which one of you guys put that in there? And it wasn't any of them. It was like somebody else had put that sticker in the bathroom in the middle of Nowheresville in Mexico. And then remember when we were in Asia, Jay, and we saw the Oilers Nation sticker? Yeah. Where were we when that happened? And it wasn't you guys? No, nope, it was in Thailand. It was in, in Thailand, Thailand yeah. somewhere, yeah. Yeah, we were walking down the street. And Jay's like, hey, look, that that kind of stuff to me is what, to, to me, is like the coolest stuff. Yeah, I think, well, I, I think when you look back at stuff like this and what you'll probably realize, too, I mean, sure, you realize it all the time, but like all those series of little wins that make you proud, mm-hmm. they don't like, they don't mean as much as like the little losses. Like the little losses, like stick with you and they like kill you. And then, the, the big wins, you kind of just go like at the time, yeah, like this is awesome. But like I, I've witnessed your two, like the, the nation growing, but not all, not just that, but like the River Valley Company and stuff. Like you guys have a huge building on the go right now. Like that's a huge achievement. And that's something that I was expecting one of you to say, like, you know, it took us a long time to get here. And mm-hmm. everything that we do, you know, just keeps getting stepped up and bigger in scale. And this is the biggest one, I think, to date. And therefore, you know, seem like that would that would be one that I'd be very proud of. Yeah, it's true, and it's 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 weird to kind of just step over that. But everything kind of leads everything that we're doing from a noodle noodle standpoint and an Oilers Nation and Nation Network standpoint is kind of leading up to like this big overarching project that is the River Valley Company. So, like another thing, Wanye, that we should be proud of is the fact of the impact Little Brick is as has caused. Um, in the sense of from a community building in the river valley to you know getting attention on weird yeah. like world stages like yeah. being featured in on route magazine like that's fucking crazy i used to fly air canada and read a mega and be like whoa it'd be crazy to be like those people that do that like they're so talented in this and like to build KLM a airlines just- i felt like a gangster when they're like <clears throat> klm airlines reached out and said um oh we're doing a direct flight from stockholm to edmonton and we would Amsterdam. like to, oh, Amsterdam. That's right. Sorry. And we'd like to feature Little Brick. 
And I was like, how do you guys know about Little Brick? And they're like, we have a team that identifies hot spots. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> That's gangster as fuck. Well, and, where, that. and where I felt cool about that, and sorry, it's a long it, it is, uh, so they came and shot some video stuff and they asked me, like, oh, this is like, they asked what else we do. So we talked about the hockey stuff. And they're like, oh, can you help us with a hockey video? So we they they got they got ice time booked at West Edmonton Mall and we shot like a how to play hockey video. So it was it, and it was me teaching it. And I know someone <laughs> from the Netherlands who was flying a flight and saw that video on the plane. Hold on, hold on. There's a video of you on KLM Airlines. Yeah, we yes. play hockey. Yeah, it's shit like that that has nothing to do with <laughs> money at here. all. And I'm like, no. good god, that's success. Well, it's just it's just cool to be like, wow, like we actually did something that people like want to like get involved with or do something like that or feature it somewhere else. So it's it's kind of neat. But like once again, all of this is like a team thing, right? Like if we don't, you know, yeah. if we don't work with people like you know Yeremchuk and Bag Milk and Gregor uh, and other people across uh, the network, that we can't create this type of attention. Chalmers. So it's 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 Chalmers it's, for sure. Well, it's in Chalmers, <laughs> but I'm just. I'm a member of the, uh, I think I'm inactive at the moment, but I'm a member of the Stanford Entrepreneurship Association. Uh, sorry, St- Stanford Latino Entrepreneurship Association. Despite the fact I've never been to Stanford as a student and I'm not Latino, I am a member of that. Why? That's cool. Because <laughs> of my work at Stanford for real. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, Bag Milk, I'll extend this question to you quickly. We don't have a lot of time, only about five minutes left in the pod here. Um, but w- in your time with the nation, is there one thing that you've, you've been a part of that stands out above the rest? I actually really thought you were going to ask me about my OnlyFans account and how I'm moving <laughs> units and just volume and volume of feet pictures through Instagram. So like, if you want jelly on the toes, that's yes. like three or $4. If you want peanut yeah. butter and jelly, now we're going to oh, yeah. four to six. So I thought that's where you were going, but no. I guess I can answer a nation it's question. Like, hold on. Answer, answer the nation question in a second. What the hell <laughs> are you talking about OnlyFans? What is this? Someone explain uh, to Chalmers what OnlyFans is. Chalmers, yeah, OnlyFans. We've done OnlyFans this already is, uh, once in the last like three shows, Chalmers. Go ahead. OnlyFans is where artists like myself go to express <laughs> themselves. <laughs> it's a paid okay. porn site. Oh, nice. But it's like the iTunes of porn. All these people go on there and their super fans pay them for chatting or whatever the fuck it is. And people are getting so rich off OnlyFans. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's actually very democratizing. And porn always leads the way for monetization. I learned that at the Stanford Latino Entrepreneurship <laughs> Association. Jesus. <laughs> All right. But for real. Hey, sorry, right? to, sorry to interrupt you. Bag Milk, I want you to finish your, your sentence because I want to know. Well, I mean, my time of the nation, I've been doing stuff in some capacity, one capacity or another for a long, long time. So I got got to see it go from, well, I didn't know at the time, talking to people that ended up being Wanye and Jay just with multiple personalities in the comment section. So I started at that point. I remember one of the first times that I hung out with Wanye, he took me to one of the original uh, quote unquote HQs, which is now the apartment that Zach Lang lives in. So <laughs> it, it's oh, Scotchwood. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, hey, you want to come see our office? He's like, this is just a condo with a desk in it. I'm like, well, <laughs> everything's just something else, really. 
so I've seen it go from that to what it is now at Little Brick Cafe. And then I've also, I mean, even my, my first day working full time at the nation was <laughs> in a fountain tire. And yeah. there was, you know, there was dust pouring over the wall that didn't go to the roof because they were cleaning their bays and shit. And then there was like this wild haircut, the hairdresser that came in and she would just be like, your car's getting towed. You need to get out there. And I was like, oh shit, what's going on? So to go from the apartment to the fountain tire to Little Brick and who knows where else has been, it's been a hell of a ride, man. It's been a hell of a ride. Remember your directions on that day? Remember what did I say to you? I was just like, what are you doing? Do whatever you want. I'll see you later. I left. Yeah, kind of like my first day. I was just, all right, is there anything in particular you guys want me to work on? And they were just like, no, whatever you want. <laughs> and then that was, that was kind of it. So... Because I remember we had a meeting, me and Jay, and I was like, we got to get some more people in here. It's weird. Our office is so empty. I was like, let's get Bag Milk in here. He'll know what to do. And, but, like, the assumption was when you arrived, you'd know what to do. That was your direction. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It, was, it was our dream to try to just unlock enough revenue to one day be able to get Bag Milk full-time on yeah, the team. just one person on the team. Well, and so that, that's how it started is me just filling my day with random shit and contests. And we did some charity initiatives early on and some auctions early on. And it was just kind of a matter of plugging holes wherever they needed to be filled, really. See, we were right. You did know what to do. Yeah. That's yeah. No I mean, go. just then it's crazy to think that that was seven years ago almost. Wow. Bag Milk brought yeah, in to plug here. some holes similar to his OnlyFans account. <laughs> Again, OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Plugging holes. There it is. <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got an update, everyone. Okay. Uh, Timothy Tour has texted me back. Yeah. Uh, to my question if he wants to gun some Quarantine Nation beers. And uh, he goes, ha, 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 uh, yeah, I do. How are they? Better than last Nation beer? Ow. <laughs> Ow. I will tell you the last Asian beer wasn't that good. That's why we stopped it. But now we've partnered up with some excellent people and brewmasters at Dog Island. And it, I can stand by this beer and say it is good. The fan reaction, I shouldn't say fan, the citizen reaction uh, has been great to it. So much so that on the second round of doing deliveries, I'm going back to people who had bought a four pack last time and dropping off a flat. So, I'm very proud of our partnership with Dog Island. So, Timothy Tour, you're getting some delicious nation beer, my friend. You're not oh, allowed yeah. to say fans anymore, man. Only fans owns the word fans. Well, no, and it's not fans because we're a community and we're no, no, no. But you can't say it. They, they own the term. It's like how Disney owns uh, Angels. Oh, fair. Or Victor- sorry, Victoria's Secret owns Angels. If you do any promotions of a private event with an angel in it of any scale, Victoria's Secret owns the rights to the idea of Angels. That's how fans are now with OnlyFans. I've learned a lot on this podcast. Well, it's I an learned, informative I, podcast. You know what I, learned? I learned that you told me we were going to keep it 100 and that we are definitely not keeping it 100 today. That's on Thur- Thursdays. Thursdays are for keeping it 100. Mondays are for listener uh, submitted questions. And so uh, This podcast started with me, you going, what'd you do this weekend? I said, I went to see my sister. You interrupted me. And that was an hour and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, true. <laughs> there were a bunch of questions. Uh, Brad Stepanko, Alice Moran had one too, but uh, we're out Let's of time. Let's do our next show. Yeah, we could do one next Thursday. We could save these for next Monday as well, but uh, we got a bunch on Twitter and Instagram and all that. Maybe we'll start it a little bit earlier on uh, on the next I podcast, love- taking listener cues. I like yeah, Alice Moran's was very interesting, so you should send that to everyone beforehand to okay. think about. 
because we could go weird with it. Okay, we uh, can I, we will can do I that. Can I just keep it 100 since I missed Thursday? Just quickly. No, no, save it for Thursday. No, no, no. Hold on, you brought back Thursday. people 100, and Chalmers wasn't part of it. Yes, Chalmers missed out. I missed but it. I, you know, let him squeeze one in. Let him squeeze one in. Fine, go that's my only fans account. It only makes <laughs> the sense today. Today marks the 27th, the 20, 27 years ago today, the greatest boy band ever made was assembled and took their first picture together. They're wow. backstreet men now. In nine, it, what's that? They're backstreet men now. Yeah, they're the they're the street men now, and they are the best. And <laughs> I remember when I was 16 years old hearing their first song in Europe, and New Kids on the Block. They were the pioneers. They were five. My, Menudo was, but then it went to New Kids on the Block. But Backstreet Boys for, will forever be the best. The king of the boy bands. That's keeping it 100. All right, there you go. That's how we're ending the podcast. Uh, Big shout-out to our sponsor, Jappa Equipment. We love them very, very much. Big shout-out to Oodle Noodle. Make sure you order it online or on Skip the Dishes. And a big shout-out to Nation Beer, which you can now find in 40 liquor stores across the province and even in Calgary. So suck it, Flames fans. That's going to do it for episode 173 of Nation Real Life. Talk to you again on Thursday. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.